afternoon. Welcome to All Things Alberta. I'm your host, C.C. Michael. It's a pleasure to be here once again. I'm finally healthy. That's why there was a uh, delay in the uh, since the last show. Came down with something. Pretty sure it's not the coronavirus. I don't think I've been exposed to anybody or anything. However, um, that wasn't fun. And uh, but feeling feeling much better. So uh, the show today we're going to cover. Primarily, we're going to cover uh, the Twitter poll that uh, I did last week. It wrapped up uh, two or three days ago. Um, it was rather shocking, to be honest. Um, it had to do with, should there be a provincial sales tax in Alberta? I Once again, this is the second poll that I've done in a row that I have been absolutely floored by the results. And so what I want to do is I want to go through... Through that, I'll give the I'll give the uh, the poll numbers. I'll tell you what happened. Quite shocking. If I could just pull them up here. Sorry about that. Regardless, there it is. Just gonna pull it up here. I'll show the screen. <clears throat> so as you can see there, four thousand two hundred and sixty-three votes. That's uh. A few, I'd be about 1,500 more than the last poll I got. I thought I was pretty impressed with the last poll with regards to Alberta separatism. Uh, this one got 4,263 votes in three days. As you can see here, uh, for those of you that uh, are listening on podcast, the final tally was the no was 53.2%. The yes, 468 Um These numbers are... Uh, surprising to me um, because generally speaking what most think when it comes to uh, the provincial sales taxes is that if you want to make sure that you won't be re-elected in the next election is to bring in a, a provincial sales tax and so I thought this would be much much higher there appears to be an appetite for a PST, uh, which is shocking. The The other interesting thing to this is, if you remember to, uh, to last show, when I talked about the other Twitter poll regarding separation, is that uh, as someone brought up that uh, you can have basically a confirmation bias in your, in your findings because Twitter tends to group people in uh, like-minded individuals, right? And so uh, I am... I'm a staunch no in this in this uh, category, and yet almost half of 4,200 people voted yes. So, in my mind, that's that's great news for the separation uh, uh, poll that I did. Um, that there's probably less confirmation bias, le- less of an echo chamber than what you'd think. Okay, um, which is uh, which is interesting. What I wanted to cover here was that as I was uh, looking through the comments, and there were a lot of comments, there were 167 total comments underneath there. What I tried to do is I tried to bring them all into uh, different categories of answers. And what I had was one category for no and three categories for yes. So what I want to do is I want to kind of take us through the thinking and the argumentation behind each of those. So let's start with the obvious uh, no. Uh, in fact, the uh, the overwhelming 
not the overwhelming. Uh, everyone who said no, pretty much, said hell no. And this is what I expected. I expected 80% of people to say hell no. Um, we are taxed too much already. And, and I, uh, that's where I land. Um, I am not a fan of uh, bringing in more taxes. Every time I hear uh, municipalities or, or um, pro- provinces or, or the federation, confederation, uh, say that uh, they're going to increase taxes, it makes my eye twitch because, ladies and gentlemen, we pay a lot in taxes. We pay a ridiculous amount of taxes. Um, how much do we pay? I don't know. But there was a, a couple of people in here that, that talked about when you do your taxes, and I haven't tried this. I'm, I might try it this time around. Um, when you do your taxes online, um, switch your uh, province from Alberta to Ontario and see how much more you pay in Alberta. Apparently, it's substantial, uh, which also surprises me because I th- when I think of Ontario, I think of grossly overtaxed, um, even worse than here. But maybe that's not the case. I know we are taxed lots here to the point where it's annoying. Um, so I might try that. Anyone else want to try that or have tried it? Let me know. Drop me a line and tell me exactly how much of a difference it did make. I'd be interested in knowing that. I want to show you uh, on the screen over here um, a couple of things, taxes. So I was looking for, when I was making the argument about how much do we pay in taxes, we pay too much in taxes already. Uh, I found this from the Financial Post. Now, no doubt there's going to be those that will argue that the Financial Post is, well, get this, some some people have uh, declared that the Canadian Taxpayers Federation is a special interest group that are heavily right-leaning and should be ignored because they're biased as all get-out. And maybe that's true, maybe not. However, in this one, this is the Financial Post, and this is from 26, is it from 2016? It's regarding 2016 anyway. And the headline says it all. And you can go into, it was from August 24th, 2017. And you can go into the article, which explains exactly how this works. But essentially it says here for those listening on podcast, uh, in 2016, the average Canadian family, including single Canadians, earned about $83,105 in income and paid 35283 in total taxes. This works out if you're paying attention and if you're a math person. If you're not a math person, let me help you. That means that the average Canadian in 2016 paid a total of 42.45% of their income. 42.45%. That is outrageous. Now, I remember getting into a discussion uh, a while back with uh, with someone who, when I brought up the amount of taxes we pay, I used the 40% number. I knew it was 40, 41, somewhere in there. And, uh, and this young lady was floored. Who pays that? No one pays that. She doesn't pay that. Her family doesn't pay that. What she doesn't realize is, is that we're not talking about income tax. Uh, we're talking about the total amount of taxes you pay. So that means every time you go to the grocery store, what do you pay? Every time you fill up your gas tank, you're paying tax. Every purchase you make has tax and some have tax upon tax. It's insane, especially if you like to partake in, no, oh, I don't know, maybe a beer or, or a uh, gin, rye, scotch, 
Scotch is my thing. Um, so what, what we'd call a syntax, those that like to smoke tobacco, um, you're absolutely nailed with taxes. And so every purchase that we make, we are paying taxes. And lots of it's hidden tax, so we don't see it. But in the end, the amount of money that we pay to our government is absolutely shocking. It's disgusting. And frankly, I uh, I don't want to pay any more taxes. So when I hear provincial sales tax, my eye twitches and uh, I just want to scream, no thank you. Uh, further, uh, because of, and I'll get into this at the end of the show, I think, um, but with with the problems of our current budget, uh, Jason Kenney was, was asked a couple of days ago, I believe, if uh, now is the time to uh, bring in a provincial sales tax. Thankfully, um, I think he said that's crazy. It's crazy that at a time when uh, Albertans are out of work, uh, oil prices are low, um, everything is wrong with the economy, that suddenly bringing in a tax to already overpaying taxed people, we're going to bring in another tax in order to prop up our spending is crazy. And I agree. Uh, it's not the wise thing to do. It's not going to help. Uh, it's not going to help anything outside of uh, hurting, hurting Alberta families that are already hurting. Uh, what's another, what's, I don't know. What's another five bucks? What's another 10 bucks? Um, there are lots of people that are already using food banks that are already uh, desperate to figure out how they're going to pay their mortgages and on and on and on. Uh, we are in a lot of pain out here and things just took a hefty turn for the worse. Um, now is not the time to bring in another tax. Um, so that takes care of the first category. The second category was a yes. The rest of these categories are all yes. However, they've been, they were all split into different kinds of yes. I can get behind the next one, but it's not going to happen. Uh, one of the uh, responses was yes, provided there were tax reform and that income taxes were slashed. So basically bring in a provincial sales tax, but slash income tax or just have overall tax reform in the province. I don't think this is a bad thing. I think it's, I think it's needed to be honest. But the problem is, is I don't see any government stepping up. I don't see any governments touching that with a ten-foot pole. And so, um, why would, why would a government do that when any time you bring up taxes? I mean, for instance, <laughs> Rachel Notley and her NDP cohorts are banging the drum about Kenny, keep your hands off our pension, meaning the Canada Pension Plan, because Kenny is, along with the UCP, are looking at ways of of uh, flexing our provincial muscle. Let's put it that way. Uh, instead of doing the whole separatist thing, like I wish they would, just cut the cord already, um, they would rather do, say, and look at things that, that might help us in federation. And one of those things is to pull... Uh, our contributions to Canada's pension plan, we'd pull out of that and, and have our own pension plan. And uh, it's 
it's a great idea as far as flexing our muscle. It would that is one thing that would hurt um, the the uh, federal government would be for Alberta to pull out of the pension plan and create our own. Uh, however, we we can't even do something as simple as that, which would benefit Alberta without uh, NDP and their likes screaming. And so if, if you were to bring in a tax reform, uh, I, I think it would be more of a job than what any government is currently overly interested in doing. And so um, my argument to that is it's not going to happen. So bringing in a PST might be a good idea if it were slashing income taxes, but that's that's not going to happen. The other argument, and one of the reasons I think that uh, Rachel Notley's lefty NDP types would, would argue against it was is that there's an argument that can be made that um, lower income families, lower income people would end up in the end paying more in tax uh, with a provincial sales tax um, because that means their purchases. And that was the other thing. Sorry, while I'm off on a rabbit trail. One of the things was bring in a provincial sales tax, but don't tax this, 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 and that. Basically um, making it so that it's an administrative nightmare to figure out what's going to be taxed, what's not, what's going to be fair and what's not. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if you're bringing in a provincial sales tax, tax everything across the board um, and uh, and let the chips fall where they may. However, uh, that allegedly is not very kind to our lower income uh, <coughs> people. <laughs> Granted, maybe it's not. So that takes care of Pardon me, the first yes. The second yes, in this one, if I could insert an eye roll here, I would. Because I read this from more than one, and I'll tell you what, it just makes your head spin. Yes, we should have a PST, but not with this government. UCP like to give away all the money to the corporates and execs and all that other stuff. It won't go to where it needs to go, blah, blah, blah. Fine. You don't want to give it to Kenny, that's fine. You know what? I don't want to give it to Kenny either. But that's not how taxes work, people. Um, once a provincial sales tax is in, uh, there's only really one place for it to go, and that's generally up. Okay? So it doesn't matter who's in power. Um, it... You, you can't choose to have a tax when your people are in government because they're going to spend it wisely. And when the next government comes in, well, we've got to get rid of the taxes or we're not going to... A provincial sales tax right now is a terrible idea because the UCP are going to misspend it. Right, like the NDP are going to spend it well. Give me a break. NDP spending went through the roof. For those of you that, that want to make the argument that that maybe, just maybe, uh, the UCP will misspend it, but the but the uh, NDP, they would spend it properly. Sure they would. Let's have a look. I just found this. I was trying to find as best I could. Sorry for those that are podcasting. What I brought up is a revenue and expenditures graph from 1990 to 2016. And this graph shows that well, it, it solved a couple of problems for me, actually. Um, and this is the Alberta Alberta budget. And 
the main argument I was going to make with this one is that government spends, a government always spends, realizing I just use an always there, but it, in my mind, it happens close enough that we could say always. Governments always spend beyond their means. And then I saw this. And guess what? I was wrong. From the year 1999 to 2007-2008, uh, government revenues were higher than the expenditures. That's amazing. I had no idea. And then in 2008-2009, we spent slightly more. Same with 09-10, slightly more. 10-11, spent slightly more. Looks like 11-12, we were even. And then 2012-2013, the expenditure is starting to peak a little more, like it's not so close anymore. 13-14 and 14-15, it was back to our revenues were slightly ahead of our expenditures, which is great. But then 2015, 2016, and moving forward, our expenditures skyrocket. Uh, they, they vastly overshadow our revenues brought in. I, I just need someone to tell me who was in government from 2016 to 2020. Who was that? Uh, oh, yeah, the NDP. They spent like drunken sailors. And the unfortunate part is it hasn't stopped. As much as we would like to say, yay, UCP, and we've got some fiscal conservatives in there. Uh, they so far haven't shown themselves to be all that fiscally conservative, which is uh, slightly bothersome. Um, I can show another graph here, but you get the point. Um, oh, there it is. I want to actually show this one. This one is on the Alberta debt, actual debt, and estimated targets. I guess we could call them targets. I don't know what to call them. Of the Alberta debt load. And these are in millions of dollars, which is kind of funny because when you look at the chart, you're, it, it says on the y-axis millions of dollars, and then there's 40,000. 40K, 60K, 80K, 100K. So what that means is it's in billions. Just let me make it easy for you. In 2016-2017, Alberta's debt was uh, $33 billion. It's estimate by 23-24 is supposed to be $96 billion. Uh, the UCP have done nothing to alleviate that. Uh, UCP are still on board. Uh, their their budgets are still such that we are spending through the nose. And this is going to bite us. It's going to bite us hard. So the idea that we should bring in a tax when there are certain governments in because those governments are going to spend wisely. I would argue that the NDP are the last ones that we want to uh, entrust with government revenue. By the way, government revenue is kind of a funny thing. You know, governments don't actually bring in any money. In order for governments to have any money, they have to tax others to get it. Yeah. Anyway, that takes care of the third yes. Our fourth yes is yes, we need to be like the rest of Canada. 
I'm not even kidding. The rest of Canada has provincial sales tax. We are the only province without a provincial sales tax. What's wrong with Alberta? Last I checked, we used to call that the Alberta Advantage. It used to be other provinces would look at Alberta and go, why can't we be more like Alberta? Why can't we be taxed less? I remember buying my wife a relatively expensive Christmas present while we were visiting friends in uh, Winnipeg. And I got to the till. I thought I found a good deal. Like uh, this, these, uh, my wife likes tools. So I bought her some cordless tools. And I got to the till and the amount that I had to pay, well, let's just say the tax uh, showed up at the till. I wasn't prepared for that. And being the the, uh, the good Albertan I am, I laughed and, and, and basically said to the lady at the till, how in the world do you people live here? How do you pay this? I, I mean, I said, I'm from Alberta. I don't even know what this is. How come the price of this just jumped almost $100? All in taxes. Like, are you insane? Who Who lives like this? Apparently people in Manitoba do. Just because everybody else in Canada is doing it uh, doesn't mean that Alberta should do it. That's really poor logic. Really poor logic. Lower taxes usually means a healthier place to live with regards to uh, uh, your own income earning. And the more income you earn, the uh, better off that you are with regards to how you spend your own money. When when the government takes more taxes out of your pocket, that means you have less money to A, save. You can't sock it away, uh, which, by the way, uh, governments think we all do. Like, we're all squirreling away a bunch of money that we don't need. The government needs it. Um, it's ridiculous. Uh, so we need to uh, be taxed more in order to pay for a bunch of stuff that most of us don't need. It's a wonderful system. One of the arguments made under this argument, if you want to call it, is that allegedly one of the reasons why Alberta pays so much in federal taxes, you know that whole equalization program, the very equalization program, I can't believe the number of people that declare that there is no equalization. I don't know what you'd do with that. But the reason why Alberta pays so much in federal taxes is because we don't have enough provincial tax. That is actually an argument put forth. It's sort of similar to when uh, Alberta was making noise and is still making noise about not paying a carbon tax. The, the argument went, isn't that money better spent in Alberta, kept in Alberta? So therefore, we need to have a carbon tax so that Ottawa doesn't get it. But we can keep it in Alberta. And we can spend it in Alberta. By the way, when they say we, it's not it's not we. You and I have very little control over where that money goes. We can write a letter to our MLA, who's probably a backbencher anyway, and has no say whatsoever in how anything's spent. And so, uh, yeah, we could do that. But the problem is, is that um, A, a tax is still a tax. And once you have been paying enough taxes, you don't care who's trying to tax you. You just don't want to pay anymore. Okay, so the idea, and maybe it's true, maybe, maybe it's true that if we slapped on a 10% sales tax, that our overall income in Alberta would drop 
to the point where we would be paying less in federal taxes. So that means less money going to Quebec. But money would still go to Quebec and we would still pay federal tax and we wouldn't get anything back. So we're still paying taxes. Where does it go? Well, it could be in Alberta. Yeah, it, I suppose it could be. Um, it's called the principle. The principle is we paid too much in taxes and I don't want to pay any more damn tax. Okay? I don't want a PST. I don't want to raise taxes in anything else. We pay enough in taxes. Enough's enough. I don't care who's coming after it. Enough. I don't want to pay any more. That's where I stand. Now, uh, to cover something far more worrisome and depressing has to do with uh, it links back to the budget that we had. One thing, sorry, I had a, I'll, I'll cover this now because because somebody uh, did me a did me a favor. We actually had a, a decent conversation on Twitter. It's the oddest thing that almost never happens. That happened twice last week where I actually had a conversation with two people which we were on different sides of the aisle and yet we were able to actually have a discussion. It was amazing. Thank you, Connor. Connor sent, um, uh, what was this? FOIP obtained budgets for education for 2020. And what he wanted to do, the argument went, I was, I was trying to show that uh, according to the uh, Alberta budget, uh, education is actually getting a slight boost in funding, uh, up about $100 million, if I remember my numbers right. He came back saying, no, we've got, uh, we have FOIPed um, the documents. We can show that, <coughs> pardon me, it's not a, it's not a surplus. It's, it's not a surplus. It's not an increase of $100 million, but in fact, the budget cuts are around $136 million. And he sent me a 76 detailed, 76 page detailed uh, budgets for, it looks like all of the, uh, all of the public schools and, uh, and whatnot. The interesting thing is, is that um, this isn't, I mean, depending on the perspective you want to take, is there a hundred million more in the Alberta budget or is there 136 million less in the Alberta budget? If you want to, um, if you want to be picky, there's technically, and I'll take his word for it. Uh, Connor, I only looked at, I don't know, first six pages, uh, with all those numbers, it started giving me a headache, but I'm going to take your word for it. $136 million less. But the problem is, is where does the $136 million come from? It is true that $100 million was added to the base budget. Where the, where the, the uh, cuts come in have to do with grants. The problem with budgets is um, often, I don't want to say they hide money, but, but how it goes is that Grants. So when good times are good, there's a bunch of grants that can be uh, given to certain areas, certain, um, uh, what do you call them, uh, files, and, and we're trying new things over here, and we're trying new things over there, and we need a little budget for it, and, and uh, whatnot. The problem is, is those are year-to-year. Grants are not in your budget. Grants are a one-year thing. Now, granted, Lots of grants can be given year after year after year as long as the money's there. But when the money's not there, the first thing that are cut are the grants. And so lots of grants have been cut. 
to the point where there is $136 million less in the Alberta budget. But the actual budget, not including grants, actually increased $100 million. So it depends on how you want to split your hairs. Um, that's the truth of it. Let's let's take that there is $136 million less in the Alberta budget for education. The question I have is what percent is that? I, I'd have to look it up, but isn't, isn't the Alberta budget eight plus billion? Eight plus billion dollars, eight and a half billion dollars. I'd have to look it up, but I think, I think we're in the eight plus billions of dollars for education in the province. And we're cutting $136 million. Um, I could punch that into a calculator, but I think we can all say that's, that's minuscule. That's teeny tiny. That's nothing. It's nothing in the grand scheme of things. So to say that there have been cuts to Alberta education, I think it's a little disingenuous. Almost nothing. Almost, almost the same as, as Kenny saying, oh, we've actually increased the budget a hundred million. Well, when your budget's $8.5 billion and you're throwing another hundred million in, um, yeah, it's it's not much. You're maintaining status quo, really. Plus or minus a hundred million, you're maintaining status quo. So um, those in the Alberta uh, education field um, don't feel like you're being hard done by. I would argue that uh, the the Kenny government has uh, has done very little to your budget. I I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. Speaking of Kenny's budget, I hate it. I absolutely hate it when I have to say something nice about Rachel Notley. By the way, Joe Cece, um, I wish you would go away. You were by far the worst finance minister Alberta's ever had. So your opinion means less than nothing. We would be a much better place if, if you just crawled back in your hole. Uh, Rachel Notley, however, leader of the opposition, um, she has uh, come out saying with the new problems with the uh, oil, Kenny's budget needs to be reworked. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Jason Kenny, your budget does need to be reworked. For those of you that uh, are in the know, not in the know, um, Kenny's budget had, uh, had in it $58 a, a barrel oil. Yesterday I looked and the the West Canadian Standard is that what it's called? It is called yeah Western Canadian Select. Sorry, not Standard. Western Canadian Select. That's the Alberta oil. Uh, yesterday it was at twenty five dollars and eighty eight cents, which is ghastly low. It was really low. Um, that's a massive problem. And then. Uh, in the truck today, I, I asked my son to, hey, you know what? Look up, look up uh, Western Canadian Select. And he said uh, $15.73. My son's never looked it up before. And as much as my, my memory is uh, wonderful, it uh, it's like Swiss cheese. Uh, maybe I had it wrong. I know there's a number of Canadian oil things. And maybe Western Canadian Select isn't right. Nah, unfortunately, Western Canadian Select is correct. Western Canadian Select, as of 16 hours ago, 
is sitting at $15.73 a barrel. Uh, this is absolutely devastating news. Devastating. Um, we're in trouble. We're in all kinds of trouble. And the fact of the matter is, Rachel Notley is correct. Kenny needs to go back and redo his budget. Uh, if I were him, I'd start looking at a budget close to $10 a barrel. When is the bottom going to drop out of it? I don't know. But it sure as hell isn't going to be anywhere near $58. Uh, what that means, I don't know. More cuts coming? Likely. Either more cuts are coming or our debt is about to absolutely balloon out of control. That's not a good thing. People have long told Alberta to diversify its economy. Um, what I say to that is it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Diversify your economy. Yeah, sure. It's not that easy. Uh, Alberta, we are what we are. We are what we are. We have what we have as far as resources go. Uh, even Trudeau... I don't know if he was lying through his teeth at the time, but even Trudeau has been caught on film. You can find it somewhere on the interwebs. You can find him saying, you don't leave three trillion, I think it's three, three trillion dollars worth of oil in the ground. You don't leave it there. Um, the vast majority of that oil is in Alberta. And we can't leave it there. Uh, the question I have for those brilliant people that are trying to say things like diversify your economy. My question to you is what are we supposed to do? It's not as easy as you think. It's not a flip of the switch. Um, these are difficult things. We have trillions of dollars of oil sitting in the ground. And of course, when those resources was what was bringing Alberta and Canada its wealth to simply snub us and say something stupid along the lines of diversify your economy is, is uh, well, it's insulting for starters, uh, but it's not as easy as, as just, oh, well, well, let's diversify our economy to what shall we do? The number one thing seems to be, well, we're energy. Why don't we go to green energy? Why don't we throw money at green energy? Uh, if you can see, energy is still affected by world prices. Would we be any better off if all of our energy was solar? If all of our energy was wind? Ha ha ha. Wind doesn't work if you haven't figured that out yet. Neither does solar in Alberta. However, it's, it's a frustrating sentiment. And to that, I say this. How about this? How about Canada, especially Quebec, diversify your economy, diversify your income, and get off of riding Alberta's coattails. What you may or may not realize is that Canada as a whole, Quebec even, is about to feel the pain of dropping oil prices. We're all in this together, if you haven't figured that out yet. Until we can figure out a way to get out of this country. 
with that, uh, next next uh, show, I'm hoping to either talk to um, the leader of the Alberta Independence Party, or uh, I've got a couple of locals here that uh, are way smarter than me. Uh, we want to talk about a variety of things. And uh, so anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.